Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me Pastor Terry Lynn Scott and Reverend James Randolph. And we are in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky somewhere, <laughs> often called Radcliffe, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. praise God. It's such an honor to have you guys with me here today. And we were joking earlier about how I normally do my podcast in the master bedroom closet because the acoustics are good, but I am in this very nice sound studio. Thank you, Pastor Terry. You're welcome. This is quite, I feel like, you know, Mom said I was going to grow up and be somebody. Like today, I feel like, man, I really arrived in this nice uh, studio up. here. So. If you would pray and get us started. Amen. Pastor. Father, we just thank you today for what you've done in our lives, God. We thank you, first of all, for the cross for the bloodshed and the backside for our healing, God, and that we could live free. Father, I thank you today, God, that you're moving in our midst and you're going to do some things in our hearing today. Lord, we love you, we honor you, and give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. You know, we're going to go totally rely on the Holy Ghost today, which is always the good way to go. You know, I remember one time preaching and preparing a message for a uh, service and... The Lord, uh, Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I don't want you to have any notes today, so that way I can say something once in a while. And so, praise God, you know, we didn't really prepare anything. We're just going to let the Holy Ghost guide this thing. I, I do feel led to share a scripture, and I'm just going to uh, read it and let you guys take off with it. Amen. But uh, Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And, you know, a lot of times we want to seek, I told the guys in the jail many, many times, you know, sometimes you want to seek God second or third or fifth, and he was 15th or 20th or 50th, and you move him up into a closer spot, but he's still not first, and it doesn't work, right? But this scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and I'm just going to kick it over to one of you guys to take off. Shoot. Well, James is wanting me to talk, man. It's careful. He may not have anything to say after this, but, you know, first of all, Greg, thanks for having us on and uh, thanks for being in my studio here at Abundant Life Church. And we're grateful that we can do this together and build friendships and relationships and, and these types of things. I think about that verse personally, and it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so many times I think personally that we think about, oh, we just come to church. But, you know, you think about the kingdom of God. It's the way of doing something. It's In a kingdom, there is a king, and it's his way of doing it. And so, first of all, you have to realize that when you're seeking, it's how would God do these things? There used to be an old adage or old thing, the WWJD, what would Jesus do? The reality is, is what would Jesus do in any situation? It's great to, to have that and to have that old cliche, but if you're interested in Christ, you're going to see how would he handle these situations. The second thing he says there is his righteousness. In my personal opinion, you know, I'm righteous because of what Christ did, not because of what I do. And it's his righteousness, his his right the right standing relationship with God. And it righteousness is a it's not so much a location as it is an identity. It's seek ye first the kingdom and his identity in your life. You know, the Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And first of all is your identity is understanding who you are and the way Jesus Christ does things. And so in that verse, it talks about not worrying about what you eat, your drink, and most people want to serve God. And most pastors, and I don't, I don't want to degrade pastors, but even Christians, they'll, they'll belittle the gospel to this car salesman to say, hey, if you'll serve God, everything will be okay. And that's a flat lie. The reality is you're going to have issues, you're going to have problems, you're going to have wants, you're going to have some needs. But if you'll seek him, his identity and his way of doing it, he said he'll take care of all your needs. You're always going to have some wants. But in our life, I personally believe that we should be seeking God's way of doing things. How is he going to talk to people? How is he going to love people? 
How's he going to deal with the situation? How did he deal with issues? Jesus had every form of issue that you could imagine in his own life, and he did things. He, he handled persecution. He handled people mocking him. He handled people walking away from him. He handled people not believing in him. He handled people mistreating him and, and degrading him and, and mis, misrepresenting him. And he did all these things. And he said, seek his way of doing it and your identity in Christ, not your identity in things. And so when you read that verse, to me, it's like, man, I got to know who I am. And I got to know how would Jesus handle certain things in my life. Amen. Reverend James, you want to correct anything that Pastor no, Terry said? Never, never correcting. <laughs> always adding. No, always adding too. You know, it's it's an honor to be here with you and uh, both of you actually. And and um, this is always a powerful time, and I'm I'm blessed. You know, just thinking about that, I was sharing with a young man that that Pastor Terry set me up with this morning to be able to encourage. And you know, I was sharing some of these things along these same lines, these practical principles, seeking first the kingdom of God. And what is that? You, you know, Jesus said to pray, you know, not your will, but my will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And we want God's kingdom to come into our life. So my relationship, it's all relationship oriented. You know, it's having that, the intimacy, let's bring it very intimate because he said, seek first that kingdom. And that kingdom is my domain, my you know, my, my life, my, my, the very essence of my life, what is it all about? There is no value to it unless I have the kingdom of God within me and exuberating that out of my life into other people's lives, living for him. And so I don't really have a need for anything. And I, we see, we hear that scripture so often used in prosperity, you know, prosperity preachers use that scripture to preach. Um, if you live this way, you seek first the kingdom of God, you're going to have these things. Well, that's kind of obvious. Ever since I met Jesus, my life has went up, and nobody can say that they met Christ and their life hasn't went up. They, you know, the the monetary substance comes because you're living for Him, and He's Jehovah Jireh, your provider. So provisions are automatically always there. So you know, my thing is, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God for what? It's not for me. It's for my wife and my children. It's for my, you know, my family, uh, relatives, my church family. It's for the lost souls that are out there. It's it's much bigger than what we really have been taught, and and what sometimes what we think. And so I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty stoked just to be here. You know, I'm pretty. You know, we're going on from here, but you know, think about our relationships and bringing us together seeking first the kingdom of God. Look where it's got me. Uh, look where it's got you. You were just sharing a testimony about the domino effect and how God's really blessing you, seeking first the kingdom of God. Yeah. Amen. And isn't it awesome, though, that you just, you've never arrived, right? It's like as you as you read your Bible more, you hunger for more of your Bible. You go to church, you hunger for more of church, right? It's just, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't get old like maybe a natural habit that you have is like, yeah, I've conquered this sport or whatever, you know, and I know uh, Pastor Terry used to be a big uh, soccer guy, and I was listening to your testimony preparing and about how God came to you and asked you a question. Maybe we could kind of close today's with that, you know, kind of when it was one or the other. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a long time ago, you know, 30-some years ago, and I had, I had my own dream of playing soccer and going to school, and I, was, I had scholarship offers in, in the state of Kentucky. And, you know, I had everything going for me, going to college, going to school, getting a scholarship. And uh, the Lord, sh well, 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 gave me a dream like five nights in a row. And the gist of it was a Bible, 
and a soccer ball, and it was always choose this day whom you're going to serve. And it actually scared, you know, it scared me so much because I had no idea what this was. And so come to find out later on down the road that that was God's speaking to me about the call of God in my life, which is what I do today. You know, uh, I wouldn't trade anything that I've ever done for who I am today because it's created who I am. It's, it's part of my journey. But that was a moment where it was like, I have no idea what this looks like because my whole aspirations and desire was to do what I wanted to do. And when God got in my life and the Holy Ghost became real to me, I realized that there's more to life than what I want to do. And when I sold out to Jesus Christ back in 1992, I've, I've always enjoyed life. I've had struggles, but I've always sought first the kingdom. When I realized what, the way Jesus would do things, uh, his benefits, his promises, his blessings for our life, we always think they're monetary, but they're much more than that. Man, I have, I have an amazing wife. I have four children. Uh, I have uh, two daughter-in-laws now, or three daughter-in-laws. Uh, I have two grandchildren, one more on the way. You can't, you, you can't beat that. You know, I go to bed at night. I wake up every morning. We have an amazing marriage, uh, amazing family. That's, that's the blessing of God. You know, I, that's priceless to me. There's not an amount of money that could do that. And so I see my life, and a lot of the guys I went to school with, you know, uh, their life is not as peaceful and as joyful as my life is, and it's all because of Christ. And I've done everything I can to try and get these guys into the kingdom. And, uh, but I've realized if I just seek God first, and I seek his kingdom, his way of doing it, and his personality in my life, my word, I'm so grateful that I surrendered to Jesus Christ back in 1992. Amen. We've run out of time. Reverend James, if you wouldn't mind praying for us, and we'll go to the next day here shortly. Father, we just thank you and praise you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your hand being upon us. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to seek first your kingdom and all your righteousness. And we thank you, Father God, that souls are going to be added. We thank you for opening the eyes of people's understanding as they hear these and that they would draw close to you today and give their hearts to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're looking forward to tomorrow. And if you want to contact our ministry, you can do so at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.